Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Good afternoon. It's Sean Kreitz with Fort McMurray Matters. And we got a very special guest, some playoff hockey games coming up. So none other than the head coach and GM of your Fort McMurray Oil Barons, Mr. Adam Manna. Sean. Great to be back on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I always love it. I love our chats. I love our chats. Uh, So last time I think we chatted was right around trade deadline day. I want to recap just kind of the second half of the season and just what the team went through, what you went through, just the players. So Gord resigns, maybe one of the greatest coaches in AJHL history. So that happens. That's huge in and of itself. You come in halfway through. uh, You finish the season 40 wins. 81 points, second in the North, third overall in the league. How would you describe your time here? I've absolutely loved it, simply put. Um, like like I mentioned, I think the last time we chatted, I mean, the community has been so supportive and, uh, you know, with, with everything going on in the world and the restrictions and everything else, I mean, we've had great fan support. Um, you know, it's it's great to see the building filling up, especially in February as we got closer to the end of the restrictions and, and now it's it's game on in terms of you know no restrictions and and things are you know all systems go so uh it's very exciting we know that the players are, are jacked and they're ready you know they're really excited for for the playoffs to start and to see this rink uh you know be full for game one and game two uh this weekend so it's it's pretty exciting on on that end of things and then for you know for myself personally i mean uh you know settled in now everything seems, you know, like it's just flowing and, um, you know, whether it's on the hockey end, the living end, um, you know, going to the gym on a daily basis, just, uh, living, living a normal life again and, and just getting settled in. So everything's been really good. But, uh, the second half for our team has been, uh, a pretty eventful one in terms of it being, you know, up and down a roller coaster, just with some of the, uh, some of the things we've had to kind of adhere and, and, uh, you know, hopefully that adversity will make us stronger here going into the start of the playoffs. Yeah, I would love you to uh, like kind of touch on the adversity that uh, the team has been through. Um, just w- what do you think that does to a team when they go through that type of uh, type of stuff? Well, if you would have, well, obviously we're hoping that, it, that it's going to make us stronger uh, and that, that we're going to be prepared for anything that kind of gets thrown at us here uh, going into the playoffs. But I mean, if you would have told us that the last, you know, two and a half months were going to be written the way they were in terms of, you know, like you said, you know, Gordy stepping away, Harding going to Providence, uh, losing your best defenseman or arguably your MVP, um, half the team being out with COVID when we, when we returned from the Christmas break. Uh, you know, then we kind of went through a spell where six or seven guys all got food poisoning at once and we had no goalies in our lineup. <laughs> Uh, you know, for the one game against Okotoks and, and it's just been so up and down and just such a roller coaster. And, and again, we're not looking for excuses. We're not looking for anybody to feel sorry for us, but I mean, the reality is we have kind of faced a lot, uh, in a short window. And, uh, you know, it's not just about those things on the surface. It's when guys are, when you got half the team out with COVID, you can't practice, you can't, uh, you can't condition, you know, properly, you know, guys are out of shape, guys are trying to get back into it. So there's a lot of factors that that maybe go, you know, kind of by the wayside that that people aren't thinking about, um, and that's that's been the challenges for myself and and for uh, Rosie 
uh, my assistant coach, uh, you know, to, to kind of, you know, get over the hump and get our guys ready to go. So now we feel we're in a good spot. We've been, you know, healthy for the last few weeks and hopefully, uh, you know, like I said, uh, you know, knock on wood, we're, we're good to go here into the playoffs. Yeah, and just like speaking on all the things that you just talked about there, you would think the team would be middle of the pack, maybe lower with just like losing all those pieces, but 40 wins, third overall in the league, second in the North Division. Like that's pretty incredible. You know, I'm glad you said that because 40 win seasons are not easy to, to accomplish. Um, you know, I know we were, we were you know, Gord did a great job and set us up well, you know, being 26 and 6 going into, I guess, the, the time that I slid in. And, um, you know, he did, he did, you know, half the work at least. And, and uh, then we kind of took over from there. But I mean, yeah, the second half was extremely hard in terms of a, all of those things that we kind of had to, uh, you know, battle, but B our schedule was, was tough, uh, much tougher than, than the first half per se. And uh, we didn't really have any, you know, if you call them layups or easy opponents, uh, they were all tough games. And, and, and whether Gord set up the schedule that way or not, I mean, it was definitely a good thing. Um, it was just too bad that we had to kind of battle all the other adversity on top of it. I mean, the games are tough as it is, but uh, again, hopefully all those things or all those factors will be, you know, uh, positive things for us moving forward to say, okay, we battled through that whole, you know, back end of the schedule. We were able to stay above 500 despite, you know, all the things we were kind of going through and, and uh, that should you know, hopefully bode well for us again, going into the start of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And with you coming in uh, halfway through the year, how did you, uh, all the way through to right now and present time, how did you build the trust and build chemistry, not only with yourself and players, uh, but just maybe like acquiring new players? How, what kind of things do you have to do to build that chemistry to, to keep the, the train rolling? Yeah, I like that question. I think it's, I think it's a lot of team building, uh, a lot of one-on-one uh, individual meetings. Um, you know, yeah, we've had our team meetings as a group, but I think just just showing the players, especially from my end, uh, Rosie's obviously been here since day one, but uh, just just showing them more of who I am as a person, uh, more of my character, more of I am a players type coach. Yeah, I'll be hard when we need to be hard, uh, but just showing them that we care. And I think that's number one uh, on the list. And uh, that builds the trust that you were talking about. And uh, whether it's amongst, you know, player to coach or just player to player with that team building, uh, that we've, that we've been doing. And, uh, we've done a lot of it this week leading up to, uh, you know, again, tomorrow with game one, uh, just team meals. Uh, we did a team movie night at the rink this week. We watched remember the Titans, uh, classic, classic movie. Uh, but a good one where, you know, again, it talks about that team unity and that cohesion of coming together and, uh, and then we kind of had a ping pong poker type night at the rink. And um, so it's, it's been a lot of fun, to be honest. And uh, whether you're a coach or a player, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been really, uh, really good to be at the rink, uh, even if it's longer days. And, and uh, I think everybody's enjoyed it. Joined with Oil Barons head coach and GM, Adam Mana. We'll get to the playoff questions in just a hot second here. Going to take our first break on Fort McMurray Matters. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back with Fort McMurray Matters. Good afternoon. I'm Sean, joined with the head coach and GM of your Fort McMurray Oil Barons, Mr. Adam Manna. Being a, a former player with uh, the Oil Barons, being very successful as well, uh, does that help relate to what the situation right now? Absolutely. I mean, we got treated 
extremely well back in, you know, 05 there when we were 06, I guess, when we won the championship. And, uh, you know, it's, I would say the players are even getting, you know, even more now, uh, you know, in the present era. Right. So for, for, again, for us as a staff, I mean, it, it, makes it very easy in terms of all the support and help around us. Uh, Dave Fitzgerald, our president has been extremely good in terms of, you know, helping us out with booking the meals or doing this or doing that. And, uh, you know, Pete, our trainer has stepped in with, with other ideas like the playoff puck board and getting that ready and, and little things that, that you need, uh, you know, just to, just to prepare the right way. Right. So, I mean, we, uh, yeah, we feel very fortunate and again, uh, that's credit to, the community and all the support that we have around us, whether it's at the rink, outside the rink, like it's, it's pretty fantastic. So yeah, we're pretty, uh, we're pretty happy with how things are going. Awesome. So according to the AJHL website, your team, uh, they don't have anyone really in the top 20 in scoring. Well, I think Wallace is tied for 20 right now. Uh, what does it speak about the depth about your team? I think it's important because you're going to need depth in the playoffs and you can't rely on just one line to score because that one line is going to get checked extremely hard. So we've already been kind of having conversations with, with guys saying, you know, and, and, and again, it, it kind of goes back to your, your previous question of, you know, can I kind of go back on the past or past experiences for myself as a player? And I remember when I was 18 and, and it was my first year with, with the team in 06 and, we were kind of considered our fourth line and uh, we ended up scoring, I think three game winning goals or four game winning goals in the playoffs. And, and that's kind of where that depth comes in. And that's where you need your, you know, your role players per se to find a way to score you a big goal. And, and we feel that we got depth amongst those four lines where any of the four can score. And, and, you know, you're still going to count on your, on your, you know, top guns or big guys per se. I mean, they're going to, they're going to find ways to score, but, but in those tight checking games, those those role guys could could really you know come through and, and score you a big goal. So um, yeah, depth is critical, and whether we have any guys in the top twenty or not, I mean, I I don't think it's anything uh, you know to, to really be concerned about. I, I think it just shows that we need to score by committee. Mm-hmm. And then I want to talk about the goalies as well. Gabe Gratton, second in the league, goals against average. You have Nadler just committed to play beyond uh, the AJ at Hamilton College in New York. Uh, what can you say about the goaltenders that you have? Well. I- Again, perfect timing on the question because we, we had our goalie coach up the last few days working with, with the goalies, uh, Robbie Nolan, and uh, again, another former Royal Baron that played between 03 and 05 there. And, um, you know, we kind of, we talked about it as a group and we said, you know what, we, we kind of have a very unique tandem where we have two guys that can step in and play. We don't have a legit clear cut number one where we're like, he's the guy, we're going with him, you know, we're riding with him. Maybe, maybe at some point we do that, but I think, both guys have, have earned their stripes. They've basically split duties all year. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, and I don't know how many people will remember, but the Minnesota Wild back in, oh, I want to say it was somewhere around 07, 08, they went on that, that cup run and they had Manny Fernandez and, and another guy. Uh, I can't remember who, who his backup was, but they basically split in the playoffs and ended up going deep uh, either to the Western Conference Final or the, or the Cup Final. So, um, we're kind of looking at it as a similar situation to start where both guys have earned the right to start at least one game and then we'll kind of go from there. So Nadler will go in game one and Grattan will go in game two here at home and then, uh, you know, we'll kind of we'll kind of just, you know, play it game to game to game 
you know, and see see how it goes type thing. Yeah, I think it's such an interesting situation that y'all are in compared to others who have that clear-cut number one because as you look at the stats you or you just watch the game all year, it's like confidence all year no matter who you you put back in there and so does that like does that like mess with the psyche a little bit or the goalies used to it because that's how it was throughout the year that's that's yeah that's the other part that we we kind of talked about right just the continuity part of sticking with the flow of how we've kind of done it all year and why do we need to mess with that now i mean we like you said we put up 40 wins and we had a pretty good season right so uh the only way we did that was by leading on both guys and um, I think, again, when you look at it from the other vantage point of if you don't need to play one guy back-to-back nights, not that they can't be expected to do that, but if you can give both your guys rest and they can go in fresh, I mean, that's, again, another hopefully advantage that you'll have over some other teams where, you know, they got to lean on that same guy game to game to game to game, and and maybe he wears down by, you know, midway through the series. So uh, we feel, yeah, it's 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 a great thing to have, and, uh, like we said, if one guy maybe gets hotter than the other, then maybe we start to, you know, go with them. But for for right now, we'll we'll stick to uh, giving each guy a start and go from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any update on uh, Jared Miller? I think he got hurt last game. Just any injury updates? That I don't know if you're allowed to touch on it or not. But yes, yes. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, Jared, kind of a fluke thing where uh, you know he went to finish his check uh, along the wall, and I think. As he was hitting the, as he was hitting his man, the guy's skate came up, cut the back of his leg, uh, and uh, sliced him there. And we were we were really kind of concerned that it was going to be his his Achilles tendon, which oh. would have put him out for a long, long time. Uh, but he ended up slicing a muscle in his leg, so he's going to be out, uh, well, at least three months with rehab. So I guess you could say he's done for the year. But uh, you know, great kid that you know it's it's a tough break for him and. Um, you know, at least it's not his Achilles and, and, you know, he can, he can at least recover, you know, by midway through the summer. Yeah. I remember at the trade deadline, you said he could have been one of those big bodies that wears down a team. How do you replace that type of player? Well, again, luckily we, we have depth, um, you know, in terms of having 14 forwards and that's kind of why with the whole COVID year, we're, we're able to carry an extra couple bodies. And we also just called up Cade Micklejohn, who's an affiliate for us from, uh, Leduc U18 triple, uh, down, down in the Edmonton area there. So he's basically going to come in and, and replace uh, Miller just in terms of having a depth piece. But, um, you know, we'll look at, you know, other guys stepping up, whether it's Epimetus or Sacchetti or whoever that guy might be to, to step in on our, you know, kind of in our, in our bottom six role that can give us, again, that depth that we need and, and a little bit of scoring punch that we need. Once again, joined with uh, Adam Manna, the head coach and GM for your Fort McMurray Oil Barons. All regular season and player personnel questions out of the way, taking our second break, and then we're talking playoffs. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back with Fort McMurray Matters. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Kreitz, joined with the head coach and GM of the Fort McMurray Oil Barons. Um, juicy stuff now. Playoff time. I mean, the storylines pretty much write themselves. Uh, playing your old team, the Sherwood Park Crusaders. They went 25-30 and 30 this year. I think five overtime uh, losses. 55 points. Uh, you were with them start of the year, past six years. Not only this year, past six years. So you have a history. Uh, what are your first thoughts when you saw that this was going to be the matchup? 
ironic. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, who would have, who would have kind of thought that the matchup would line up, um, you know, with, with, uh, I guess us playing them in the first round. I mean, uh, I mean, they're a good young team. They, they have skill. Uh, their D will challenge you with getting up the ice and, and activating. And, um, you know, so we, we have to make sure that we're, we're prepared on, on both sides of the puck. I mean, offensively, we can, you know, we feel we got a heavier team that, that hopefully can wear them down in the offensive zone. But on the flip side, we got to make sure that we manage pucks because their D do like to get up the ice uh, and, and really put pressure on us defensively. Uh, whether it's tracking or or in our defensive zone itself as well, so uh, they're gonna they're gonna pose some challenges, and we got to make sure that we're ready. But uh, yeah, ironic would probably be the uh, the best word to describe it. And uh, you know, hopefully, now that I'm on this side, we're going to uh, we're gonna be able to kind of prevail and and get past them here in the first round. Do you think it plays to your advantage that you know these kids inside and out? You recruited them to Sherwood Park. Uh, definitely doesn't hurt. Uh, they made they made some changes at the at the deadline there a little bit, so they did bring in some new bodies. But uh, for the most part, yeah, we know most of them. So uh, we've done our pre scout this week. That's part of the playoff prep, and uh, you know Rosie's done an extremely good job in terms of cutting all the video and doing those things. So uh, we feel we're we're ready to go. We're prepared, and uh, now it's really up to the guys in terms of execution and getting out there and and getting the job done. Do you think it goes both ways? Do they think they, they know what makes you tick kind of thing as a coach? Uh, potentially, but that's hopefully why we're going to, we're going to throw some curveballs at them and maybe some things that they're not ready for. So, I mean, I think that's just the nature of the game and, and maybe throwing some surprises uh, the other way. So I don't want to give away all our secrets uh, on this call, but uh, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're preparing, uh, you know, to just, just be a little bit different than maybe uh, what we've what we've shown throughout the regular season. All right. Uh, so yeah, and then playoff hockey. Um, I'm expecting no restrictions, full barn. Like, what's the vibe with yourself with the team? Like, is is it all building up? Uh, yeah, we're getting pretty jacked up. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, uh, even for Rosie and I, I mean, we played in the rink when it's been full. Uh, you know, back back in those years, and and so we know what it's what it can be and what it's all about, and. Uh, we're just trying to tell our guys, you know, how exciting it will be because, I mean, not only do, you know, not only do we get the community support and, and everything else, but, I mean, now that COVID's, you know, kind of out of there and gone, you know, we hope, uh, you know, and now there's no restrictions, no masks, uh, you know, people can fill the barn. I mean, it's it, it could be really, you know, epic in a way because uh, people are dying to get out and, and support and just get to live life again, right? So, um, you know, like I said, we saw it in the last few weekends at home where we had really good crowds and uh, we saw it before Christmas, before kind of the restrictions came in. So, um, you know, from our standpoint, we, I mean, we really appreciate all the fan support and we're hoping that it just ramps right up here going into the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I mean, they're, they're like a six man out there, uh, you know, for us. So we, uh, we really hope the, the barn will be rocking and, and loud and, uh, just just makes the whole playoff atmosphere kind of just continue to rise up. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, anything we didn't uh, touch on that uh, you want to get out there, whether it's to the fans, to anyone out there, uh, about uh, knowing yourself, the team, but mob hockey? Uh, just maybe not me per se, but I think they got to know that you're going to be firing them up in the crowd <laughs> there between uh, the media timeouts. So, I mean, you do a good job with that. So we need you to, to be uh, going full circle and, 
and getting getting the place uh, you know kind of erupting there. So, um, but yeah, otherwise, I mean, just just like I said, want to thank the fans for absolutely everything this year, and and uh, we really hope that that uh, they'll rally around us here starting in Game One on Friday night and and going from there. Perfect. Adam Anna, head coach, GM for McMurray Oil Barons. Uh, best of luck with the playoff series. We'll be out there watching. Appreciate it, John. We'll see you this weekend. Thanks. And that's all the time we have for today for Fort McMurray Matters. Hopefully see you tonight at the Oil Barons game or maybe tomorrow night, Center Fireplace at the Oil Barons game as they take on the Sherwood Park Crusaders. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to catch the whole podcast or maybe some previous episodes, you can go on over to our website, hit the news tab, find Fort McMurray Matters right there. It'll have a couple episodes. And then if you want to go back a year ago or maybe a couple months ago, you can uh, head on over to wherever you find your podcasts. I'm talking the Apple Podcasts, uh, the Google Play Store. You can go there, search up Fort McMurray Matters, and catch every single episode. I'm Sean Kreitz. This is Fort McMurray Matters. I hope you have a great weekend, and I'll see you this weekend. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix1037.